Hi, you are listening to the Fab and Flawed Podcast, the podcast for folks like me who are just trying to get their shit together, live a little bit healthier, and find a little bit more balance in life. From kicking negative thoughts over our heads to kicking ass, we've got this. Hey, we all have baggage, so let's unpack it together. Hello, my fabulously flawed friends. Welcome to episode number one. I'm your host, Jen Rowe. I'm co-founder of The Running Group from Fat to Finish Line. I'm a mom. I'm a newly certified life coach. Occasionally do a little bit of running. I'm a Jersey girl. I tend to curse a little too much and maybe a little too loudly. So if you're easily offended by the F-bomb, this might not be the podcast for you. But if you're okay with a little salty language, you've come to the right place. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, I just wanted to, first of all... Give a special shout out to my From Fat to Finish Line friends. Thank you for coming along with me for this newest venture of mine. And many thanks to those of you who took the time to critique the first attempt at this first episode. I took a lot of your advice and a lot of your feedback, and I think I'm ready to roll now. So I'm going to get a little deep here. Um, I want to give you a lot of insight on who I am and where I'm coming from and why I've decided to do this. Um, For those of you who don't know me really well, um, the first thing I'd like you to know about me is I've considered myself a little more fucking flawed than fabulous and flawed for most of my life. I've struggled with weight. I've struggled with negative voices in my head. I've struggled with insecurity, second-guessing myself, burying my voice and my feelings for, well, just about forever. I always thought other people knew better than me, and worse, when I knew they didn't know better than me, I kept my mouth shut in order to not offend them. I was so busy fixing other people's crowns and boosting other people up that for a long time I just forgot to fix my own. Now what I didn't realize until recently is every time I kept my mouth shut in order to not hurt someone else or offend someone else's opinion, I was injuring my own soul and I was shutting down my right to my feelings. I don't think most people would even know this about me. In fact, I was so good at, at doing this that I was even bullshitting myself for years. I was a nice, slightly sarcastic, chubby, funny girl who both cursed too much and drank like a sailor. Now, I didn't cause any trouble, and I always avoided confrontation like the plague. I liked to be considered fun. I didn't like to cause drama. If there was an issue, I was the first to back down. It was so important to me that people liked me at all costs. And you know, for a long, long time, that worked for me just fine. Except what was happening underneath all of that is I was continually chipping away at my own self-esteem. And really, like I said, I mean, I really did believe everything was fine. I mean, everything was always all good. I didn't recognize that most of these things was the underlying cause for my continual depression, my angst, this, this being nice and not having strong opinions, not confronting things, not standing up for what I believed in, really did come naturally to me. Um, but it, it, it was really not the healthiest way for me to go through life. But it did serve me. I mean, let's face it, I was a personal assistant and people with strong personalities like people who just kind of go along with the flow. But the problem is, is it was really the easy way out. I dealt with almost every feeling I ever had by burying them 
or I'd make jokes, or I'd people please, or I'd justify, I'd say, well, you know, it's okay, they're having a tough day. So I didn't really honor my own feelings. And because of that, I believe that that led to uh, a lot of the depression I've, I've suffered over the years, because I really just started to deny my truth. I, I dumped down myself, I quieted my voice. And I think the way I got through that is I started to numb. I numbed with food, I numbed with cigarettes, I numbed with alcohol. I would escape by doing even things considered really good for you. I'd get really focused on dieting or reading a book or working or exercising. I think I was always looking for something. And I had a lot of like this, like, you know, self-accomplishment in other ways to kind of, I guess, balance out the, you know, unhappiness of not really being able to live my truth right? So anyway, I had buried my truest feelings for so long that it still takes me to this a long time to this day to figure out what I really want. I was so worried about the way other people thought and how they would react and what they wanted that for so long I did not, I, I mean, even now, my first instinct isn't like, oh, let's go out to dinner. What do I want? It's like, what does everybody else want? Um, so it's taken me a long time to really figure this all out, right? And believe me, this is super shocking for me as well, because this was super eye-opening for me to actually identify this. I always knew that I kind of um, played second fiddle a lot of the time. I would have a great idea, but I would bury it. Or, you know, I would figure out a way to get my idea across that almost may feel like or seem like their idea. Um, I was very used to trying to kind of dim my own light so other people could shine, if that makes sense. Um, but I've been working on it. And these are really uh, things that I have started to dive into the last couple of years, especially. Now, I know what you might be thinking, but Jen, you don't seem weak at all. You've done some great things. I've, you know, had a pretty good career on television. I've made a movie. I've crossed finish lines. And, you know, hey, I did all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I've worked very, very hard for my accomplishments. And while I am flawed, I, I can admit I've had my fabulous moments. And I'm proud of what I've done along the way. But even my motivation for a lot of the big things I've done in the past really stemmed from this need to please. When I was a kid, I needed to get straight A's. I wanted my teachers to like me. I wanted my parents to be happy with me. I needed the pat on the head, so to speak. And even for the bigger things I went for later in life, as far as getting like this career in television, a lot of that was just from being insecure and saying, well, I might not be the prettiest girl and I might not be the smartest girl, but I'm going to have a really cool career. So these were things that really stemmed from maybe not the healthiest place, but I guess we all, you know, have our baggage and our shit, right? So along on my journey of getting mentally healthy and physically healthy and spiritually healthy, uh, one of those things that really helped me to start to grow was running. And I found running about 12 years ago, and it became a very, very big part of my journey. It's Overall, it's probably the most positive and life-changing thing that ever happened to me. I, it really shattered tons of self-limiting beliefs I had about myself, and I proved a lot of things to myself when I started running um, on a very emotional level. Uh, I don't want to get all into my background with running because I think a lot of you guys know about it already. But if you don't and you want to hear more about my personal running journey, 
I would encourage you to find and download the other podcast I co-host, which is called Running With From Fat to Finish Line. The first few episodes will definitely fill you in. And just as an aside, From Fat to Finish Line is a community of runners, walkers, and finish line seekers of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds. The community emerged from a documentary film by the same name, and it's a very, very big part of my history. From Fat to Finish Line truly changed my life, and I will list all the details on how you can learn more about that on my website. Now, during my early years, when I started running regularly, and while I was creating the From Fat to Finish Line brand, I grew in many ways. I thought things were good. I lost weight. I was pursuing passions, and I managed to have really big breakthroughs, especially, like I said before, certain limiting beliefs. But still, I was far away from being whole, and the old demons soon caught up. And those demons really led to some really not-so-fun things. I wound up uh, going bankrupt. I was struggling tremendously of being a good mother to my son who has autism, Uh, I wound up separating from my husband for 25 years. I turned more and more to alcohol to numb my feelings. I began running a lot less, and I started to regain weight. A lot of this was very, like, I don't know, self-sabotaging behavior. I, I, I think on some level I didn't feel like I deserved to be a happy and healthy person, and I'm not sure why. But in any case, while none of these things were positive at that time, you know, I have to admit, a lot of really good things came from that setback. You see, because I thought I had conquered these demons, I really was able to put this band-aid on a lot of the deeper emotions I had buried for so long. So having them all come to life and to light during a time where I thought I had it all together was really eye-opening. You can only run for so long before having to take a pause and reassess what's happening. I was able to finally get real with myself. Things were definitely not okay. And from this, I've also learned tons of lessons. I got myself a really great therapist, not some half-assed bullshit therapist, but a really good therapist. I started to study life coaching, and I became very involved with my own self-healing and growth. I became committed to actively getting my shit together every single fucking day, rain or shine, no excuses. Now, that's not to say I don't have a bad day. That's not to say that I don't sometimes lay on my couch and don't want to move. But for the most part, I work really, really hard at getting better. Um, So now, by now, you may be wondering, why did I decide to do this podcast? I mean, am I out of my fucking mind to share all of this personal stuff with you guys? Stuff that, up until now, I haven't even shared with my closest friends and family Things I'm super embarrassed of. Um, Well, yes, but (laughs) perhaps I found that I just love being able to connect with you guys in this way. And I love helping other people realize that they're just not alone. I want to see myself get stronger and better, but I also thrive on witnessing others blossom as well. It's why I dove into life coaching. I I wanted to have a place, podcasting, of my very own to just shoot the shit about stuff not outside of running and on a really much deeper level.
Now, I picked the name Fab and Flawed because I realized that my entire life, I really, really have focused on my flaws in a very negative way. I never gave myself any credit for really being anything all that fabulous. And I think most of us do the same. We're very, very hard on ourselves. We're the first to pick ourselves apart. We look at our bodies and we bitch and we moan and we, we don't see the positive in ourselves a lot of times. So I wanted to be able to really take the word flaw and make it my own because I think flaws are super important to us. They are what defines us. Some of them are not flaws at all, but it's what makes us beautiful and unique. And there are flaws we have to overcome, you know, like self-limiting beliefs or fears of failure or, um, you know, beating ourselves up. There's tons of them we can work on and get better at, but it doesn't mean that we're not fabulous. So anyway, I know that a lot of you guys are in the same boat as I am, and that's why this podcast was really important to me. I feel like, you know, even as enlightened as I've become, I have to fight thinking the bullshit thoughts every day. There isn't a day that I don't walk through my day and look at all the stuff on my calendar and say, I I can't juggle all of this shit. Or I look at what's happening, I'm like, I'm fucking it all up. I'm fucking this all up. What am I doing here? A lot of times I feel like I've taken two steps forward and two steps back. But then there are days where I feel like I'm a fighter. I feel like I'm winning at life. I feel awesome. But then there are days where I look at my kid and I've lost my shit on him. And I'm like, I'm the worst fucking mother ever. And then there are days where I feel like I'm a great mom, right? I think we all go through this roller coaster of emotions of hating our bodies, you know, feeling like crap, you know, beating up ourselves because we ate too much or we didn't call our mom. There's so much shit we have to deal with. I mean, how many times have you been sitting next to somebody or in a conversation with someone and just thinking to yourself, oh my God, if this guy doesn't shut the fuck up, I'm going to throat punch him. If this sounds like you and you are thinking to yourself, yeah, Jen, me too. Sometimes I really just want to fucking throat punch that guy too. If you are, then I hope you'll keep listening to me. From connecting with so many of you guys, I feel like we have so so many things in common. I know you've probably struggled with confidence, and I know that you've probably also wondered if you're good enough. I know you've probably compared yourself to others, or if you're a runner and you've been maybe not the first across the finish line, but the middle of the pack or the end of the pack or even the last across the finish line, instead of celebrating your finish line crossing, you might be saying to yourself, well, well, fuck me. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, I'm a runner, but how many of you guys have done that in your life with other things besides running? But I mean, that's the easiest example for me to make because I've done it. I mean, I, I ran the, the freaking New York City Marathon. And at the end of that, I, you know, people in quote unquote other runners, right? I even use that kind of expression now, and that's that's the wrong thing to say, but or real runners would ask me how I did, and I'd say, Yeah, I ran it, you know, but it took me seven and a half hours. Why do we have to discount our achievements? Running for seven and a half hours is fucking hard. I shouldn't have to say but after that or before that. I mean, let's face it, seven and a half hours is a long time. I don't even want to do fun things for seven and a half hours. If someone said, let's walk around Walt Disney World for seven and a half hours, I'd be like, ugh, are we going to stop and eat? Are we going to rest? What are we going to do? Is it hot out? But I ran for seven and a half hours, and I'm still making apologies for it. Anyway, 
I'm sorry for the side tangent, but my point is, is I think that we all go through this stuff. And maybe there are days where you'll drink too much wine. There'll be days where I have one too many martinis for sure, because the day sucks so bad. Um, and I think that sometimes we purposely sabotage our diets or training plans on a purposely but subconscious level, just so we could prove to ourselves how flawed we are. So I don't know. I, I just feel like at some point we've got to get it together. We've got to put down the wine. We've got to save our aggression. And that's what this podcast is for. I While I am certified in studying life coaching, I'm continuing to learn and grow. I still have a lot of work to do. And just because I know better still doesn't mean I always do better. And I'd like us to be on this journey together. In episodes of this podcast, we will explore topics like getting the negative voices out of your head, overcoming fears, how not to lose your shit on your kid when he's being a shit, demystifying the 4 million diet plans out there, how to not let assholes on the internet ruin your day, you know, stuff like that. I will invite experts on to teach us a thing or two, but I promise you that the experts I bring on will not be full of shit. They will be able to relate to us and they will be kind of like-minded. I I don't want to bring on people that I feel like cannot relate to us. Um, And my mission really here is to help change your life and mine through being entertaining. I want to be able to tell some stories. I want to give you guys some information and then I want to provide action steps. I really think that this is one of the keys to moving forward for all of us. I do believe we have the power to be great and I believe we let so much bullshit undermine us. It's like all of these little things that get to us that really stand in the way of our emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental growth. I want to try to cut through all of the crap. I want to be able to move these blocks so we can really get to a place where we feel happy and joyous and we are living the quote-unquote best lives we possibly can. And I promise you that in this podcast, I will be as transparent and as vulnerable as possible. I believe in being honest with you guys because I think that if if I'm going through it, somebody else might be going through it too. And if I learn something new, I will share it. If I try something out and I think it really sucked an egg, I will tell you about it. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to really try to be here for you guys. And I hope that you guys will um, show up for that. So my first call to action to all of you is I need your involvement. I know you guys are great. You guys are smart. You guys are funny. You guys have lessons. I want to know what you want me to talk about. I need your participation. I want this to be the people's podcast. I feel a great responsibility to do a really good job for you guys because you are giving me your time, which I know is valuable. So I really want your feedback and I need to know your needs. I don't want to do this on my own, and I would love, love, love a personal note from each and every one of you. What kind of topics are you looking for me to cover? If you know someone I should try to interview, suggest it. Also, feel free to provide helpful feedback for me to consider. I do want to do a good job for you. By the way, if you do choose to send me this note, which I think you should, You can reach me through my Facebook page, which I invite you guys to like either way. It's called Fab, F-A-B, and A-N-D, Flawed, F-L-A-W-E-D. Or you can email me directly at fabflawedfriend at gmail.com. That's F-A-B, F-L-A-W-E-D, F-R-I-E-N-D at gmail.com. 
I will also be listing everything you need to know on my website, fabandflawed.com. So I think that's it. I think we've made it through my very first episode. I thank you for joining me. I'm looking forward to going on this journey with you and I will see you next time. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. My goal is to help you dream bigger, find joy and reach your goals. If you want to suggest a topic for the show or learn how you can bring me on as your very own personal life coach, then visit me at fabandflawed.com. That's F-A-B-A-N-D-F-L-A-W-E-D.com. Fabandflawed.com. I look forward to being a part of your journey, and I thank you so much for being a part of mine.